I am the devil, and I am here to do the devil's work. I command you in the name of Lucifer to spread the blood of the innocent. Okay, I got something. I might just have <laughs> it here. Okay, go. You know a good way to ruin our next season of movies? How, Kyle? I'm asking. <laughs> watch chernobyl before you watch these and it's really gonna oh god change a lot of a lot of the context Kyle, what i feel funny we're detecting radiation in these footprints i know what happens next oh god get out of there run wasn't Ch- <laughs> chernobyl was just basically a um uh, worst three mile a, island a europe a, a european uh, yes. hails have eyes uh worse <laughs> Much, much worse. <laughs> well, the movie, I mean. I'm sorry. I thought I was talking about the movie. No, no, not the I'm, incident I'm, itself. Yes, the incident was quite awful. Yeah. China syndrome. Right. Give it to me straight, Doc. <laughs> You've got the China syndrome. You've been in Chernobyl for more than seven seconds. You're terminal. You've been falling through the earth for years. You're going to go straight to China. Right through the core. <laughs> oh, no. They not say the Chinese. He's got to go. <laughs> cha, 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 China. Hey, did you know? Syndrome. Did you know that? Fun fact already. Did you know that Blue Oyster Cult didn't write that song for any specific reason other than just to put it on their album? Like, I, I really say again. I really so like the Godzilla song, right? By Blue Oyster Cult. Yeah. That song. I, I really thought this whole time that Godzilla. The song by Blue Oyster Cult was like promotional or like it was used in a Godzilla movie and they wrote it like for a Godzilla movie. And that is not the case. (laughs) They just wrote the song about Godzilla because they wanted to. We just like the guy. You see, Cammy, that's back when musicians had integrity. (laughs) Radioactive integrity. (laughs) Have you had men in this house? Cammy, radioactive men. Yes. And Fallout Boy. Oh, whoa. Oh, God. Um, oh, God. I, I, I really like right the, the cover of um, the Godzilla song that they did with um, the guy from System of a Down, lead singer. Uh, Jeremy Down. Oh, Serge Takington or ta- Sir, Serge Tankian? Serge Tankian? Sir, something like that. Um, yes. I should know it's this. It's really good. I've seen the man in person. Fabulous. I love the, the music. The toxicity of Godzilla. Of Godzilla. <laughs> uh, wow. Right, got... Before we get any further into the episode, but, 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 roll the title card. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, one and all, new and old viewers to Spooky Time Presents. I'm one of your hosts today. My name is Kyle Jew. What? A play on kaiju. Excuse me? A play on the word kaiju, which is Japanese for giant monster, which is the genre More like of this movie. More like kaiju, Kyle. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> wow. I thought about Jarrett talking to you about this intro for me beforehand, but I figured I would rather just roll with it. 
Wow. Oh, I'm shook. I'm shooketh. Well, you shouldn't be. The Kai The, the of that is far from any offensive source. I thought you were Catholic. If they wrote a if if they wrote a play about you, Kyle, it would be called the Kaiju Shooketh. Shaketh. <laughs> shaketh. Kaiju Shaketh. Present tense. Oh. Shaketh that money maketh. <laughs> Alright, who's joining me today in the flaming wreckage that once was Tokyo? So I can't call myself Camju, huh? Damn it. <laughs> no, my name fits better. I have to think of a new one. So anti-Semitic, you too. My name is Cammy, and I, like Kyle, am, you know what? Pass, pass, come back to me. <laughs> Camzilla, all right. And who's oh, that's cute. emerging from the sea from a two million year dormancy? Ugh. It's me, Jarrett Miller, and I was made with the support of the Japanese Coast Guard. <laughs> this episode oh. is sponsored by the Japanese Coast Guards. Hey, guys, we're here. If anybody wrote a book about your life, would anybody want to fucking read it? No. They would. Oh. I was a captain in the Japanese Coast Guard. That was that old commercial. Remember that? where It was like Keith David. He's like, if anybody wrote a book about your life, would anybody want to fucking read it? Join the military, bucko. Uh-huh. I was Be one of thing. millions to join the military and have the same experience. Yeah, I think a lot of people join the military and be like, this is nothing like Keith David promised. <laughs> yeah. This would be a terrible book. They're just yelling at me. Oh, boy. <laughs> yelling and yelling, page 1 through 59. I can't even hear. Something about only two things coming from Idaho? I couldn't hear the rest. <laughs> Beers and what? <laughs> Something about horns? I can't. No. Yes, we're starting a new season, and it's all about the big man, Big Daddy Jesus? G. Close. His name is God. Zilla. <laughs> oh. Whoa! Oh, say he's got to go, 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 Godzilla. Wait! Yes. Oh no! There goes oh, no. Tokyo. Go, go, go Godzilla! Oh. Where's Tokyo going? It's it's walking away, walking. <laughs> there it goes. Uh, it's got a bindle, uh, like a hobo. It's just walking away. Godzilla, Godzilla, Godzilla. I foresee a lot of singing in this episode. Yeah, maybe we shouldn't do that. Some listeners yeah. think that singing is awkward fooey we'll be back in two weeks with a new uh, theme we'll just come with our own godzilla song and we'll close out the episode with an original piece fabulous what rhymes with zilla Phila. brilla that's it mac manila oh good one manila Ooh. I was right, walking so down the street. Oh, sorry. So let's just let's get away <laughs> yeah. from this. So we're starting this with the very first, the OG 1954's Godzilla. Yes. The black Japanese and white one. in the Criterion Collection. Man in a suit before the suits were digital. Yes. Yeah. Uh, made from the fun people at Toho Comp- uh, Corporate Corporation Limited. They make all your favorite. If you've ever seen a Japanese thing 
whether it was an anime or a movie, and it had like waves crashing with like a funky, yeah. fresh, cool symbol right in the middle. It's the good people of Toho. Toho. They know Toho. what they're doing, and they're doing it right. Had any of you ever seen this movie before this, or any of the earlier Japanese Godzilla movies? Yes, but not enough to really truly remember what happened. I my dad used to watch these a lot when I was a kid, and I would just sort of like uh, hop in and out, you know. I I don't know. It was just like cool as children do monsters. Yeah, um, this movie rules. Yes, it's so good. This is very good, and, better than I expected. Yeah, it's like weird and like. I think just because, like, the disparity between, like, kind of how goofy it can feel and then you have these scenes where things are, like, really dramatic and really, like, just, like, sad and emotionally pressing, I guess. Um, And and you don't, yeah, you don't really expect that from this movie. I feel like the Japanese were better actors in the 50s than Americans were. Um, or they were just directed better in 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 showing like grief, I guess, and okay. and fear and pain. Um, because I really think that things were kind of dumbed down for us here in the states, uh, especially around that time, Definitely. like post-war America, where like the Japanese really took it and were like, we're gonna we're gonna show these Americans how. Just how, how sad bad things were in Japan. Yeah, post-war. this entire movie is just like a metaphor, you know, for yeah, um, post-war Japan and the ravages of war, you know. Yeah. So yeah, how about you guys? So like, had either of you seen this movie before? I had never seen it, and until we talked about doing this season, I had no plans to ever see it. Wow. I am a a snob when it comes to movies like i like new and expensive movies so watching a movie from the 50s about a guy in a goofy suit was just like oh i'm i don't want to watch this where's where's walter white where's Wal? oh uh, right yeah i was like Brian what are Cranston. you talking about <laughs> <laughs> i want to watch better call saul <laughs> uh no but when i actually sat down and watched it this was such a good movie yeah and it's very shin godzilla is very similar to this like much more than i expected it to be and yes it highlights that this movie needed better special effects like it desperately needed better special effects because again the goofy guy in the suit i think there's one shot of godzilla like he's looking over power lines or something and he has googly eyes like big like dumb puppet googly eyes that wasn't (laughs) <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> I love Godzilla in this movie. He's so cute. Oof. And it's he's, it's so He's too adorable. He is. He's really he looks like Barney. <laughs> he's so chubby. <laughs> like <laughs> it's just like that really, you know, sort of took away from how sort of emotionally devastating this movie can be. Um, not devastating, yeah. I think I'm being dramatic, but uh, you know what I mean? It's just like, oh my god, like these people are screaming 
and like terrified that they're gonna die then all of a sudden he's like hey guys what's up like with his giant eyes i love you you know i i just yeah that was fun for me personally i have no soul Oh, if Godzilla wasn't so big, he wouldn't destroy everything he loved. <laughs> he just wants to be your friend. These he hands. thinks you're cold. That's why he hits you with his atomic breath to warm you up. It's not, it's not my fault you were made with paper bones. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jared. Radiation makes me stronger. What about you? Wow. <laughs> mm. His breath. Wah. Jared, had you seen this before? I have seen bits and pieces of it before over the years, but this is the first time I've seen it in full. Okay. It was a trip, to be perfectly honest, because, like, I definitely thought that to Kyle about how this had a lot of similarities between um, uh, Shin Godzilla. And I obviously, you know, I think that that was done by, you know, uh, uh, Akiano or Hakiano, uh, I'm I'm misremembering his name, um, on purpose to you know kind of parallel that bureaucracy that's and I, that that is kind of like all throughout this movie. And then you got to think too, it just it, it it's the it's almost like if this movie had been made in America at this time, I feel like it would it, it no matter where it was made, honestly, I think it still would have been a massive fucking cult hit because like it's just so of its time where you know Uh you're constantly uh, just the plot in general like all these scientists and the militaries involved and like just it's very much like all those um you know atomic movies that were such a you know major player in the in this era yeah this is the year my father was born was it your father is the chosen of Godzilla. He was born the day the movie came out. No, he was born. This movie's older than my dad by like six months. What year uh, was your dad? April twenty seventh, and his in his April eighteenth. We are like, uh, we are very close to the um, uh, anniversary of Godzilla here. Yeah. Did we do that on purpose or did? <laughs> no, I don't think we did. <laughs> I thought Godzilla came out in the late sixties, so that was a shock to me. <laughs> This came out like two Whoa. years before my dad was born. He never existed Damn. in a world that didn't have Godzilla in it. And I think that's really beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow. I, I weep for those who have lived in the world without Godzilla. <laughs> they probably had to fight in World War II, though. So, like, I don't feel... I was, so... <laughs> yeah, they probably had a war. Uh, wow. Or Vietnam. Wow. So... Well, no, Kyle, no. I think I think we've reached the part of the show where you give us a little plop synopsis. All right, let me open up my notes app. Let me scroll down to the part where I wrote things. All right, are you ready? No. Godzilla. Oh, Terror. Yes. What? All right. Terror in the sea. One by one, ships are destroyed with no apparent cause. Is it old naval mines? An undersea volcano? Are the liberals at it again? Some locals <laughs> think it is the ancient spirit Godzilla. <laughs> and since they're closest to being right, they win. What do they win, you ask? Destruction. When scientists arrive at the scene of the disaster, they confirm that not, not, eh, that not only 
is this monster big and old? It's also radioactive. (gasps) Oh, no. Someone suggests that this is merely a superhero bitten by a radioactive iguana, but is laughed out of the room. He went to America and wrote (laughs) Spider-Man. Godzilla's next landfall leaves photo evidence. And when the government see it, they have one question. How do we kill it? And the overwhelming opinion of the scientific community is, LOL, you can't. (laughs) Good luck, With the ability to survive nuclear attacks, Godzilla is a terrible miracle of nature. As Godzilla flattens cities and melts crowds of people with his atomic breath, the head scientist throws a hissy fit that he's not allowed to study the creature during its rampage. They just want to hurt it as it eats them. Uh, When every other weapon fails, the only hope for Japan is love. The (laughs) one-sided love between a mad scientist and the head scientist's daughter. Which leads to the revelation of the ultimate weapon, the oxygen destroyer. (gasps) Not oxygen. The scientist is able to remove all the oxygen from water, suffocating any animal nearby. Also, (gasps) they melt. The mad scientist doesn't want to show the world his creation because he's worried, and rightly so, that we'll use it on each other and destroy all life on Earth. His worries are put aside after hearing a rousing J-pop song on the radio. His notes are destroyed, his weapon is deployed, and Godzilla is defeated. Or, if you're familiar with the decade's worth of sequels, is mildly inconvenienced. The movie ends with a post credit scene alluding to Skull Island. <laughs> the <end. laughs> it's the crossover 70 years in the making. It's John C. Riley. <laughs> Like, oh, hey, what's going on? Uh, you know, he's got that voice. Uh, you, hey. You touched my drum set. I can't do it. I can't do it. I'm a Cubs fan. But you know, uh, you know? I fought Godzilla. No, he fought King Kong. He didn't fight anybody. No. He made friends. He fought. Uh, he made friends with everybody. Himself. I think you're great, Mr. Zilla. Uh, I think patron, you're really patrons, cool. If you wanna, or anybody, viewers, really. If you want to donate $5 to the Patreon, we'll do something with Skull Island. That movie's pretty okay. I fucking compared love to the that other monster movie. movies. Pretty okay. Damn, I love it so much. I just realized my better. phone was on mute, and you guys didn't hear anything. <laughs> you were being surprisingly quiet. You you were being like shockingly quiet. So I was like, wait, have we lost him? But I I didn't want to. I wanted to wait until there was like an awkward pause. I was like, why aren't they letting me get a word? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. Like, have I done so? I did a Bobcat Goldwaith impression because I was trying to do my my John C. Riley impression, oh, and, no. uh, uh, and I'm like, this. It always just turns into Bobcat Goldwaith, and then I was doing it, and Kyle was just like talking the whole time, and I was like, oh man, I guess this is just. I guess it's just really bad, and I should have stopped talking. It's like Jared's gonna end up on the cutting room floor anyway, so just uh, whatever will help you sleep He's good. There's a secret off. plan to force you out of the podcast. <laughs> We're just gonna keep talking over you every single time. Oh my god, it's Godzilla! <laughs> anyway, <laughs> pain and panic over here. <laughs> if it's good, <laughs> I think they look rather <laughs> dashing. You're wearing his merchandise. Ah. <laughs> A Herculean cup. I'm overpaid for it too. Oh my god! I, I, I love Hercules. Ah. <laughs> oh yeah. You, okay, Kyle. Ask me. Um, wait. Uh, I'm gonna say something, and then I want you to say how tall is he? Okay. Okay. 
Okay. Oh, so when I finish my sentence, you ask me, okay? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I can't wait. Oh, oh, man, oh, man. Godzilla, man. He sure is tall. How tall is he? It's well tall. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Wow. Uh, I'll, just, I do, I'll do the rest of this episode as Bobcat, if, if, that's a, if, if you'll have me. I won't, but you could try. <laughs> oh, boy. Go anyway. until we start talking over you again, and that'll be your cue. Uh, my friends don't like me. <laughs> but anyway, I can't do Bobcat Goldblade either. I was going to do a thing, but I'm bad at impressions. <laughs> Look at me. I'm Richard Nixon. I think you're great at making first impressions. <gasps> wow. I wish. Cammy. Yeah. Camzilla. Camzilla, destroyer of worlds. Ah. Is your phlebitis flaring up? What are some fun facts about Godzilla? Oh, I've got fun facts aplenty, and by aplenty, I mean like seven. Here we go. Um, Give me each funner than the last. Yeah, it's pretty fun. Oh, are they? Are they funner? Is each funner than the last, Cammy? No, I didn't put them in order from not so fun to fun, so... I think you should. Maybe. I think you should read Would you like them. us to pause the episode while you organize your thoughts? No, because I would have to rewrite them all over again. I write my, I write <laughs> my notes. I write them in a, in a book, and I can't move them around unless I cut them out. So I'm not going to do that. Um, anywho, the Godzilla roar. Does anybody know how they make the Godzilla roar sound? I Google uh-uh. it because I heard it years ago and I didn't remember it quite right. So I have it sitting in front of me. Oh, Kyle! <gasps> Wait, really? Kyle cheated. How Jared, do, I, do you know? I am fully ignorant. And I don't know. <laughs> um, I had, and this isn't this isn't how they did it, but what I remembered was they put glue on a glove and pulled it across a metal sheet or something. So <gasps> you're really close. But no, they took... A leather glove and ran it down the strings of a double bass. Whoa. And it made that, like, screechy sort of... Because, like, I guess they tried fucking with, like, mixing other animal sounds. And they were like, this doesn't sound like... I feel like they sort of felt like it didn't feel radioactive enough. You know? (laughs) Gotta have a little sizzle in the background. Yeah, like, you need that sort of, like, stingy, like... It is sort of a metal sound. It's it, it doesn't feel quite organic, you know? It sounds great. It definitely it is made more of a, a monster lab. roar than it. just a, an animal would make. It's much more effective. Yeah, and I, I think it. for the most part, they've reused that footage, um, at least in part, in several Godzilla movies since. Um I believe it. Like, if it ain't broke, you know? If it ain't broke, don't fucking fix it. It's great. Hey. Um, yeah. The... So this movie has, like, super strong, like, post-war Japan undertones. And I have the Criterion Blu-ray of this movie. And so I was reading through the little, you know, the little booklet that you get inside of pretty much every Criterion release that's got, you know, fun facts and stories and, you know, it's an essay written by someone who exists in the realm of filmmaking and, um, (laughs) yeah. I didn't really think about it this way, but 
in 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 the booklet, uh, the sort of I don't know what's the word I'm looking for the uh, almost like tiny dissertation written by Jay Hoberman, uh, who's a film critic for the cool. Village Voice. Um, he said the film addresses nuclear doomsday from the perspective of the only nation in the world to have suffered an atomic bomb. And like, yeah, you don't yeah. like, I guess you do kind of think about it because they straight up mention like Hiroshima and Nagasaki in the movie. Yeah. They talk about mm-hmm. it. You know, it's something that's of course, so culturally, culturally significant to their country. Um, and, you know, they were still really, like, rebuilding their country 10 years later, right? They had to have been. I was shocked that this was 54. I know. Like, 10 years later, and they're making movies about this, like, mm-hmm. radioactive disaster. It's like, well, I got... You think people would refuse to be a part of it or just call it insensitive or something. But they got through and they made one of the most enduring characters in all of film history. Exactly. I would agree. Yep. I love it. I know I'd heard this comparison made years ago, but like, you know, post-war in like movies and fiction, you know, America and the, uh, you know, that, well, it's Japan, so it's hard to say if it's East or Western. The non-Japanese media was viewing radiation and the atomic bomb as like, oh, like it's the savior of civilization. Look at you know, if you get irradiated, you become a superhero or, you know, become a, a great, powerful man. And then you get the Japanese putting out Godzilla. It's like, no, like, radiation creates death and monsters, and it is the worst thing in the world. And just that comparison mm-hmm. has always stuck with me. But you mean I can't punch out Billy at the malt shop if I just lick this this protozoa? From Plutonium. The... Yeah. Yes. That's the but word no. I was looking for. No, says Japanese doctors, you will die. Peshaw says American doctors eat more uranium. Lick, lick, lick. It's in my watch. An atomic watch, they call it. It keeps time with atomic speed. The atomic watch. Beautiful. Yes. But while time keeps on slipping, slipping, slipping into the future. It sure does, Jarrett. The, anyway. The Godzilla moves, the musical. <laughs> the clock moves ever so cl- much closer to midnight. It's at 11.56 now, I think. Crap. No, it's at like, was it like 80 seconds to midnight or something in real life? Is it? I know it's like, it's been the last five minutes since like the 70s. (laughs) No, it's like, it's seconds now. I think it's like, yeah, just a smidge over a minute. We're like, oh God. Oh God. Sigh. Nuclear disaster. So does that mean we have to have a nuclear event to then get back to like oh we're like fifty nine minutes to fit to midnight? Oh, it's like like restarting it when it's like it's like zero days since <laughs> last accident. Days it turned since over. nuclear holocaust. Yeah. Fun facts. So I want fun. funner facts. Oh, uh, this one reminds me, guys. Not fun. Go ahead. No, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Do good. Do your thing. We'll, we'll talk about our good sponsor, uh, uh, AdamandEve.com later. <laughs> oh no adamandeve.com slash spooky time godzilla chest that's spooky time godzilla chest all one word to get yourself 20% off on adamandeve.com his pleasure her pain I mean shit Uh, their their pleasure they came together Uh. (laughs) 
Adam and Eve. Said, we'll talk about it later and then went into the full pitch. <laughs> yes. Anyway. Um, I'm just softening the blow for whatever whatever heady brain buster Cammy has for us. Oh, yeah. It's not too much of a brain buster, but so, uh, like the, the incident with the boats at the beginning of the movie where all of a sudden there's just like fucking radiation coming out of nowhere um, was based on a true story. Um, yeah. In March of 1954, uh, we Americans uh, did our first H-bomb test in the Pacific Ocean. And... Um, it irradiated a 7,000 square mile area around the Bikini Atoll, a Japanese fishing trawler, the Daigo Fukuruyu Maru, or the Lucky Dragon Number 5, inadvertently cruised within 85 miles. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five. <laughs> Yeah, by Lou Bega. Anyway, um, it inadvertently cruised within 85 miles of the site, and it was showered with radioactive ash, and the entire crew developed radiation sickness. Um, Jesus Christ. It says this, not surprisingly, was a much bigger deal in Japan than it was in the U.S. Um, And so that's how, you know, of course it was, because, like, we were like, oh, we won the war, you know? Um, Look at how cool our bomb is. Yeah, really. Um, Why am I so itchy? So around this time, um, after we dropped the atomic bombs in um, Japan, we started testing H-bombs. And then very soon after, Russia had H-bombs. And then, like, everyone had H-bombs. And um, a lot of that testing was being done off, you know, far off the coast of, of Japan, but close enough to where it was still affecting them. Um, namely that specific incident. So uh, I understand why this movie was made <laughs> with yeah. these messages. Because, like, I mean, the last few lines of the entire movie are like, see what happens when you test radioactive shit in the ocean. Yeah. Did you guys yeah. watch this movie dubbed or with subtitles? I did subtitles. subtitles. Did we all do subtitles? I hope so. Yeah, we did. Wow. I was going to ask Yay. you guys ahead of time just so I could do like the opposite of whatever you guys were doing just to see how it held up, you know, differently. But I did, I did do the subtitles, but I started watching the American one, um, afterward, um, after, after the Japanese one was over and fun fact, the American one, um, sucks. <laughs> it's yeah, not it's not it's not good it's like all of the the heart and and sort of the message of the movie is a little removed because we are getting the entire story from the perspective of a television star um whose name what yeah it's like a white guy crashes in japan or whatever um or my god he's in japan for whatever reason and He's sort of like our narrator, taking us through the story that we get in the Japanese one, but it's not quite the same, you know? I'm in a topsy-turvy land. That character's name is Steve Martin. (laughs) Did he play the banjo, Cameron? (laughs) He didn't, but like, as soon as I heard that, I was like, wow, this guy is good. (laughs) (laughs) He's got such range. Uh, We love Steve Uh, Martin. uh, uh, Steve Martin stands... 
Um, yeah, I can I can read the little paragraph that I have right here in the the Criterion um, booklet. Uh, it says here. In 1956, the American rights to Godzilla were acquired by Joseph E. Levine, who released it in a re-edited, dubbed version titled Godzilla, King of the Monsters, uh, which would be shown all over the world. He cut 40 minutes from Honda's movie, including references to Nagasaki, contaminated food, and wartime bomb shelters, and shot nearly as much new material, adding a narrative framework that provided an American perspective. Um... Boo. Yeah, and it, it did well, but it 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 wasn't heralded as well as the Japanese version was. Um, it says through the magic of montage, Godzilla, the King of the Monsters, starred Raymond Burr a year after his turn as the killer in Alfred Hitchcock's Rear Window. Although the spectacle of a North American television star in the ruins of Tokyo is a sort of surreal precursor to Forrest Gump, both. Versions mm. of Godzilla are predicated on a on creative geography. Burr is an insert, but then so is the monster. Sharing space with Godzilla is inconceivable, as opposed to King Kong, who was made to interact with humans and even fall in love. Um, so yeah, that's that's oh kind of how the the American version is. It, it's very the guy is the main character along with the monster, and it it just doesn't hit as hard as the Japanese one does you know damn yeah Yeah. it's like you take art then you cut out all the art and just fill it with Hollywood nonsense exactly we're gonna take out the the bombings and replace it with the newest star oh he's having a good time in Japan (laughs) having a good time having a good time (laughs) Um, I wonder if the people who made the most recent series of Godzilla movies were aware of this history of the movie because it sounds they had to have similar been, you know it's like oh yeah there was the japanese version which featured monsters and messages then the crappy american version which featured stars so we're gonna do that one again that's that's the one we're gonna remake i don't know i feel like the um the newer godzilla movies that have come out in the last like 10 or so years they feel more inclusive of the Japanese and their culture as opposed to how the earlier American Godzilla movies have had sort of tried to I don't know fully Americanize it like the Matthew Broderick one I'm specifically thinking yeah that one Um, they cut out the the Japanese like entirely it was a French monster yeah like I don't know I feel like now they're kind of, they're trying. Well, I I would say not so much cutting out the Japanese culture, but just the, the focus shifting from the monster to anyone else they can find. They hate showing Godzilla on screen. Exactly. And for yeah. what? For what? We have magical, magical special effects technology at our fingertips to make some really fucking cool monsters. So why not do it? That's what I loved I about Godzilla, King of the Monsters, um, and Godzilla versus Kong. Um, those two, I didn't give a fuck about any of the human characters in those movies, but I loved the monsters. They were so good. Yes. Mm-hmm. They're beautiful. Um, 
I just wish that like things had been better ever so slightly. Me too. Spoiler alert for you. We do talk about those later in the month. So stay tuned for them. We. Yeah. The fun. I forgot the fun part about Godzilla King of the Monsters is that it was made by the same man that made Trick or Treat. That's right. It was. (laughs) (laughs) If you look ever so slightly, you could see Sam running around on the beach. (laughs) He's stabbing Godzilla's toe. That movie has, like, one of the best scores I've heard in the last decade, too. It's it's all, like, reworkings. Bear McCreary did the music for King of the Monsters, and, and he's, he's the guy who did the music for, um, I think he, he did all the music for The Walking Dead, the show, but he also did, Ooh. he did the music for the remake, the Child's Play remake, where, like, all of the music was done on, like, children's toys and instruments um super fucking cool and the way that he reworked like all of the themes the you know all of the different monsters themes without he didn't like make them his own it was still it's the still the same tunes and stuff but it's just so like punchy and like powerful the way that he scored that movie, it's like along with like the monster fights. Oh my God. Dreamy. <laughs> I loved it so much. And I'll talk about this later wow. because we're not talking about this movie right now, but I'm a huge fan of the like main Godzilla theme too, which we hear a lot of in the OG original one. Pretty cool. Original Pretty Godzilla. Cool. Yeah. OG. Apparently there's an un, there's an untitled uh, I'm looking I'm just looking at Wikipedia right now but apparently there's an untitled uh, Godzilla film coming out from uh, Toho in 2023. Uh, it's untitled. Neat. So who knows? Um, I think it would be cool to see a Godzilla movie like where the end of the movie is when he interacts with humanity or whatever. Like the whole movie is just like what's he doing underwater and like what's he what's he doing like on an island on skull island or something by himself what are godzilla's hobbies yes it's like uh think of uh primal on on cartoon network Mm -hmm. but uh from the point of view of godzilla and it just kind of like him him getting into situations (laughs) that would actually i feel like i'm just I feel like I'm describing like Seinfeld, but with Godzilla. <laughs> it's, like, it's a movie like, about nothing. Sh- it just, it just, things happen. <laughs> just like, why are people watching it? Because it's on TV. It's like, no, it not yet. It isn't. Oh, dear. Seinfeld, love- Seinfeld Godzilla would be amazing. Just saying. I would love a nature documentary about movie monsters that takes them completely seriously. David Attenborough. Like, oh, like, and here we see Godzilla uh, circling a school of blue whales, irradiating and eventually murdering them. But for now, it's a beautiful dance. <laughs> Wouldn't it be? Oh, that would be great if, like, Godzilla, like in like his younger years, like him. Like, that would be a great scene of a movie, like him trying to, uh, like, learn the ropes of what it is to be like a monster, and he's just like, yeah, he's circling a bunch of like whales or something to eat, but like he ends up like radiation poisoning them so bad like he can't even eat them because he'll get sick or something crazy <laughs> like like that would be fucking cool yeah uh, yeah oh uh, wow. but we're not but wouldn't you rather not... see elizabeth olsen having trouble as a nurse 
No. Think about Having it. Having trouble with the, with her purse. <laughs> Having trouble being a nurse. Like she's also a mother. Oh, like, there's drama there. Who cares like Reba McIntyre. Was Reba a nurse on that show? A single no. mom who works two jobs. One where she is a nurse. <laughs> That's the lyrics. Uh, she eventually becomes a real estate agent. Oh, but I forget okay. what her original job was. Might just have been be a divorcee. Divorcee. Wow. <laughs> oh, so she was living off his money in the alimony. Mm. Mm-hmm. I think so. <laughs> it's been too long since I've seen that show. I used to be a huge uh, fan. That's a cute show. I just know she's a single mom who works two jobs. Who loves her kids loves and never I think it's works too hard. Yep. Is it two jobs or too hard? And she, uh, I can't remember, but I think she had a, 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 an experimental surgery where they gave her tiger eyes. Um. <laughs> it's the eye of the anyway. tiger, Reba. <laughs> I'm going for gasps. This is a very, very screams. musical episode. Cammy, <laughs> uh, you have any other facts for us? Oh, yeah, a couple. Do you want them? Yeah. Do you really Fact want him? Fact me, daddy. Okay. <laughs> Son. Uh, I, don't know. I don't know how to respond to that. Anyway. <laughs> it's best not to. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, hmm. Oh, they made 28 sequels to this movie in the following 40 years after it came out. Fuck me. I believe it. <laughs> and we're watching all I of them this season. Got a doubt. Ah! <laughs> Spooky time 28 week season spectacular. Yeah. 2023, the year of Zilla. We go, we go from start year to finish. No over half a year. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine, like, <laughs> we're at like Christmas time. We're like crying because we just can't stop doing these. Like, we thought Friday the 13th was bad. <laughs> It hurts. He's fighting My God, Ghidorah hurts. again. Oh God! Except this time, they're all robots. Baby Godzilla. Yeah. What? What was worse, Friday the Thirteenth or uh, uh, Halloween? The later ones. Halloween for me. Uh, yeah, Jason goes to so space too. in the later ones. I still so don't think I've actually watched time. Resurrection or H two O. I genuinely don't like, remember. Weren't watching you on those? You watched them through your phone. I think basically or something. I think I watched them on the television, but I uh, like I, I blocked it out. I can't. You went remember. somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, like I I don't know. I think I was just completely bullshitting on those episodes that we did. That's okay. <laughs> we'll have to redo them. Those one are day. our those are our best those are our best episodes number wise. <laughs> the Halloween. That's because we were new and exciting. Ha- Halloween then. number one was like that was like ugh. If I had, if I have to toot my own horn at least once in this life, it's be, it's, it's putting out our Halloween rewatch right as the Halloween 2018 was starting. Ugh. Oh, beautiful. Marketing genius we were. Ugh. Look at us now, Godzilla. Yes. Godzilla stands. We're still here, talking about Daddy. Zilla. Just like Godzilla. Yeah, Whoa. for real. Whoa. Yeah, we're talking about 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 Godzilla. Yeah. Um, real quick, couple more. Uh, first of all, George Lucas took inspiration yes. from this film's use of miniatures for the special effects in Star Wars, and he did a great job. Oh. Thief. <laughs> Anakin Skywalker eventually fights Godzilla. Yeah, that's in the twenty seventh sequel. That's, no, in, that's the in the new Clone one with Wars Ray. TV show. 
That's a thing that Luke, actually happened. Luke, I had to resurrect you so that you could fight Godzilla. <laughs> Ray, I want to go back to sleep. <laughs> you don't fight Godzilla. He's a metaphor for nature. Uh, my son was Han Solo. I mean, fuck. Never mind. My son was Ben Solo. Anyway, who cares? My son who was fucking Han cares? Solo. <laughs> Wait, what? Oh, no. You accidentally resurrected Han Solo's father. Luke, Luke are you taking Nigel medication? Nigel Solo. Nigel. Not yet. <laughs> Marianne, get the camera. Uh, sorry. All right, let's keep going. I'll stop. Okay. <laughs> oh, last thing. Uh, the name Godzilla, the Americanized name Godzilla, wasn't made up by America. It was actually made up by Toho. Um, they wanted to Americanize the name before distributing it out to, I guess, the U.S., the Canada. Yeah, before it, got, before it went across seas. Yeah, so I think uh, um, it, it seems as though a lot of people in the past have been like, oh, why did we Americanize the name? We're, we're idiots. Um, but it actually wasn't us. It was the Japanese. The end. Glad they get to make a mistake or two in this, in this story. <laughs> They've made several mistakes. What, <laughs> what do you think they would have named it if they were like trying to uh, like have it as like a fuck you to America for like, yeah, we made this movie because you jerks. Hydradon. Oh, that's good. A Thomas, a Thomasaur. A Tom. Oh, I could easily see an Atom. Kyle, you just, you just. That's a, that's a million dollar word you just said. A Who's gonna give me the money? Ah, uh, well, where do I collect? We have to put, we have to put pen to paper, and then, and then a Thomasaur will, will reign. I like him already. Rise of a Thomasaur. It's like, but instead of like in our movie, they end like James Bond or at the very end where it's like, a dinosaur will be back in <laughs> we'll a dinosaur <return>. two, <laughs> my best friend's wedding. A dinosaur two will return in Pacific Rim four. We'll fight anyone. <gasps> That'd be cool. A dinosaur. Did you eat all the chips? <laughs> a dinosaur. What, haven't you ever heard of Flush Dance? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. Uh, He's a regular Atomosaur out of water, coming to NBC this fall. (laughs) (laughs) He can't have children. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) So sad. I want that to be the last line of, like, the, the theme song of, you know, the intro and then just as they're... The credits are fading away, and the screen goes to black. Someone just says real quick, and he can't have kids. <laughs> he's radiated and pretty evil. He's a Thomasaur, and he's not fertile. Thomasaur <laughs> cannot have children. It's because of all the radioactivity. <laughs> uh, the rest of me. Hey, it's me, a Thomasaur. Hey, kids, stay away from the microwave, because, you know, radiation made me so big, but it made my bits so small. So small. I could never please a woman. <laughs> Hi, I'm TV's Atomosaur. We've had a lot of fun tonight, but one thing's not funny. Touching uranium with your bare hands. Remember, kids, <laughs> if it's glowing green, the radiation is mean. You know what I mean. <laughs> uh, that reminds me of the episode where Urkel, Urkel's friend got shot. Urkel's friend gets shot? God, I gotta watch that yeah. show. Every time you tell it's me about so Family Matters, I'm like, fuck, I'm missing out. Fam- 
Fam- Family Matters is so good. And I think the only thing that could have made Family Matters a better show would have been an appearance by Godzilla or Atomosaur. Mm. But instead we have steve and Carl's bad. And that's better, I think. Yeah. And Carl's in all these commercials now where it's like, TV dad. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm going to talk to you. He's I back. hate those. <laughs> I hate those so much. Why? They're so cute. Why, Kyle? So Why do you hate The joke do doesn't even him? work. <laughs> Boo. I used to see that commercial a lot until I paid Paramount Plus to stop the advertisements. <laughs> um, I'm just, I, I'm like, you know what? I'll pay an extra few dollars a month. If you'll shut up. <sighs> yeah. Now I get to watch my Nicktoons oh. completely ad-free. It's beautiful. Yay. Anyway. Now the only TV dad you hear from is the dad from Rugrats. And he tells <laughs> actual jokes. Stu, why are you making chocolate pudding? Because I've lost control of my life. <laughs> <laughs> We've been watching the uh, new oh, Rugrats. Um, and it's not bad. Really? That's what I've heard. I need to check it out. That's pretty cute. I need to log on to the Paramount Plus. Kyle, you said my name. Like you were Destiny's Child or something. What? What? what I was going to ask you if you had a favorite scene from the movie Godzilla in 1954. Oh, right. Ooh. Um, I love all of it. I love like the sets. And uh, I think my favorite scene, though, is when he eats a train. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> He eats a train at one. He just like, and then it yeah. shows like the people, and they're like, ah, he's like, oh. like, oh, no. <laughs> yes, and it just like, nom, 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 nom. but I don't know. It's like it, it's hard to, it's hard to pick a scene because, like you said at the top of the episode, Kyle, it, it, I don't know, it does suffer from some of that fiftiesness of it. While yeah. there is, um. It, it, I don't know. It's it's. I guess it's kind of easy to tell the miniatures at times. Oh yeah. Not that that, and not that that's a bad thing because they're so well crafted. But like, it, it just it's one of those things where even if you don't catch it immediately, your brain is immediately just telling itself like something's not right here. Like this isn't like a yeah. real. That's uh, what I was gonna this say. This is a real gulch. Yeah, I'm like, oh, there goes that toy helicopter. Um, the toy helicopter really. <laughs> When I saw that, it's like, oh my god, that's a toy. That bus like, that was like a children's toy. Those orphans in that bus? Toys. <laughs> They're just like the little yeah, types. I... Little people or yeah. whatever. Fisher Price. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I just, the train, the train thing I thought looked good because it was like within that world. And I was just like, that's cool. And then just like the cannons and shit. It's just, it's hard to pick a, a good scene because. I, I, I would say just anything with Godzilla on screen is is the is the is that's what you came for. That's the title. You're right. That's the fireworks yeah. factory. When he's not on screen, you know what I'm asking? Where's Where's Godzilla? Where's Godzilla? Godzilla. <laughs> yes. Same. Did we all Where's have like the Godzilla? same opinion about this movie completely? I think the great so. unifier. I think this is also very, one of very... the oldest movies we've ever done on this show. Yes, it's absolutely the oldest. Actually, no, I guess Hitchcock might have had a couple. Yeah, I think older than I think one. maybe Rope was older than this. I yeah, by two years or something like. But definitely, I don't think we've ever done anything pre, um, fifties. And I'm okay with that. What year did well, Rope come out? Was that the forties or the fifties? 
Oh, maybe it was. Was that no? It was. It was uh, the forties because it came out right. He did like Citizen Kane, and then, uh, and then I think like another movie, and then he did um, Shadow of a Doubt. Oh yeah, that was like forty eight yeah. or something like that. I think. Yeah, Rope forty eight. Damn, Rope was in forty eight too. Yeah. Holy, what year was Shadow of a Doubt then? I'm I'm. Con- I got the year right, but the movie wrong. That's uh, forty-three for Shadow of a Doubt. Forty-three. Oh my oh, so god! That's the it's oldest one we've done. We did Shadow of a Doubt, and that, right? And that movie was, is so good. It's so like, good. You could Oof. show that to like a kid now, and they Uncle would still Charlie. be like, "That's like a good scary movie to show a child." I'd say. Yeah. Like maybe, I agree. Maybe like eight or up. If you're if you're ever wondering, kids, parents. <laughs> Young adults. It's like, hmm, I've always, I'm, I'm nine, and I've been listening to Spooky Time since I was four, and I'm glad they finally are, like, pointing out a movie for me. Since I was four. Recommendations for my demographic. I play Minecraft. <laughs> whopper, 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 whopper. Um, that's all the, that's, anyone under ten, that is their favorite song, mark my words. Is it? Ask I don't ta- talk to people under ask 10. Your, ask, your, ask the children you babysit Cameron tomorrow. Okay, I will. Say, what's your what's your favorite song, little little buddies? Tyler, Skyler, Kyler, what's your favorite song? That's not their <laughs> names. Neil, yes, Eel, and in, in, in Congeal, what are your favorite? Congeal, I'll ask <laughs> the baby. Their child can... Jenny, Johnny, and Judy, quick. Sing a verse. No, the baby's favorite Zed, song Fred is and Ned. Every Time We Touch by Cascada. Um, that's her favorite song. <laughs> is it Cascada or is it Cascade? Cascada. Ground her. No, she's not grounded. She likes to dance. It's fine. Uh, Alvin, Simon, and Theodore. And Maeve. <laughs> I've got some. <laughs> they ran out of chipmunk oh. names for, them, for their fourth kid. They didn't plan correctly. Oh. So sad. Uh, wow. Uh, Cammy. Yes. You know what I'm going to ask you is about this movie, and it's in the terms of favorites. <sighs> Jarrett took all of mine. Well, yeah. Sorry. No, it's okay. I, I I think that yeah, I I liked um the sort of flashback that we got to where uh, Emiko is seeing and we are seeing what she saw in that mm-hmm. lab um yeah and yeah she was With she Dr. was beside Pashas. herself seeing those fish skeletons um like i feel like that was a little dramatic but whatever it's fine um yeah, yeah. for the reveal it was over, She's a over the extra. top yeah and then there were other i noticed there were other scenes where she almost looked like she was supposed to be sad but she was like smiling um and I don't know if she just didn't think she was like on camera or if that's what her sad face looks like. I couldn't tell. Or if they just edited in the w- weird shots and weird footage without telling her. Those bastards. <laughs> My God. Again? Ugh. I remember I did like the way, and I'm again comparing this to the modern day Godzilla movies, which are about people, not monsters. The way that the people in this movie were just there to again just personify the uh the, the bigger themes of the movie like the one the scientist saying like okay like my big dramatic monologue is about how i don't want my weapon to become a weapon of mass destruction mm-hmm. 
and it was an interesting Too late point yeah and then earlier the uh the head scientist like godzilla is a miracle of nature we have to study him not shoot him and again like that was those were scenes where i was interested in the human people because they were talking about something interesting related to the movie and then in the future we're going to get such bullshit like i can't find a babysitter so i can go and fight godzilla <laughs> Aww. Uh, this movie did did the people so much better than the future will i also love the reporters on like the tokyo tower like in my head i was filling in like the english language of like a 50s newsy just be like oh godzilla's approaching and oh it's what do you look at that it's, we're there's no way we're getting out in time is this the end of newsman joe i'll be reporting to you live until the moment i die yeah and i was just almost like laughing along with him like God damn, committed to the news. I love you. <laughs> As the monster is literally pulling his the building down around him. It's a beautiful world. And how full of radiation. Well, tell you what, this has been a fun episode, but it's time to start doing that Christmas pastime of wrapping it up, if you know what I mean. I don't. Yeah. But let's do it anyway. You wrap presents at Christmas. You wrap them up. Get it? Yeah. No. Yeah. I was okay. Just Crap, man. What's our uh, grading scale for this one? One through five. What's one through five? One one through five on the Richter scale. I know that's not really how it works, but uh, one one through five. Um, Godzilla roars, and if it's the greatest thing you've ever seen, it is the. Um, what's the weapon called in the movie? The the oxi- oxygen oxygen destroyer. Oxygen destroyer. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. All right, and note to future Kyle, I am gonna try and get the Godzilla roar um, sound clip. I'm gonna be just be putting it in all these episodes all over the place. Anytime there's a low oh, in the Jared, conversation, that really know good. that it will be filled with. Thank with you. That. Does anybody have a double base uh, and a leather glove lying around? <laughs> we can make our own Godzilla doors. Uh, if the glove don't fit, you must acquit. Mm-hmm. Must I? Jarrett, on a scale of one through five <laughs> roars, how are you grading this guy? I'm giving this movie 3.8 roars. It's going to be tough to shorten the fourth roar to being 0.8, <laughs> but I'll try. Cammy, where are you falling on this um, fine, fine I'm going to give this guy a five. Uh, <gasps> you know what? Wow. I'm going to give it, I'm going to give it a four and a half. Half a roar there. Oh, it's less impressive. Um, okay. I'm sure that there are there are Godzilla movies that I enjoy more than this, but I think that this specific movie isn't just like culturally significant in that Godzilla is a household name, and there are like 50 Godzilla movies. Um, it was. It's just. It's also. It's just important to post-war culture in general. And yeah, I I think that this movie is very very well done. Cute chubby Godzilla, love his Google eyes, oh. love him. Four and a half. And I'm gonna and drop co- in at a solid three. I oh, love three. Wow. production value. 
Wow. Yeah. Well, you're not wrong there, Kyle. I would agree with that sentiment. But uh, yeah, definitely to Cammy's point, this is you know this is this is the face that launched a thousand ships the other the way. Other way. <laughs> oh man. Um, but yeah, it, it's it's uh, it while not perfect, it is the um, it is the seed, so to speak, that will grow the Zilla. Yeah. Grow the Zilla. Yes. Roar. Wonderful. All right. Well, as we reach the end of our self-imposed time limit, let me <laughs> just say, join us again tomorrow for, and by tomorrow, of course, I mean next week. <laughs> God, my notes are terrible. Tomorrow. And by tomorrow, uh, he means next week. Next week, when we'll be looking at, we'll be skipping ahead a few sequels to Godzilla versus his greatest villain. Mecha Godzilla. Oh, robots in science fiction. Now I've seen everything. How will Godzilla fare against the metal menace? Find out next week on Spooky Time Presents. All right, now, Jared, quickest yes. shot. Where can we find you on social media? Oh, you can find me in the hospital from exhaustion. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at jlikesmovies. Uh, Cammy, where can we find you? You can find me on Instagram at magicghostbaby. Be on the lookout for a giveaway soon over <gasps> on my Instagram. I'm giving away some cool stuff over there. Why don't you, why don't the you next give it away to... Kyle or I? Uh, I might if you sign yeah. up for we, it. Why don't we get first dibs? Wah, 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 wah. Give it away, give it away, give it away, Cam. Oh. <laughs> More music. It just what comes. You got, <laughs> what she got, she got to give it to her followers. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's how it's going to go. So, yeah, um, <laughs> we're going to do a fun. We're celebrating 3,000 followers over on Magic Ghost Baby. Um, if you would wow. like to follow she... our show on instagram our username is currently spooky time presents that's all one word uh yeah no underscores no dots no nothing kyle where can yeah. we find you uh i actually have a lot of underscores in fievel goes west f-i-e-v-a-l goes west on twitter or if you want to support our show go to patreon.com slash spooky time podcast a single new donation of five dollars or more and I will script, and Jared and Cammy will help me perform a five-minute Godzilla short audio drama. I guess. What? what do, Fine. A Thomasaur. It'll a be yes, the Thomasaur drama. And uh, yes, join us next week again for Godzilla versus Mecha Godzilla. Until then, may God be with you. And <laughs> <laughs> yes. Goodbye. Yes, and follow Cammy. Well, she'll be giving away three thousand of her own dollars. <laughs> I will not. I already gave more than that to the IRS this year. Three thousand dollars per follower. So that's donate three thousand. Donate six dollars, and I'll tell you how much Cammy <laughs> oh, paid man. the IRS. You're fucked. <laughs> oh no, I'm fucked. All right, bye. <laughs> bye. Farewell. <laughs>